Hello, everyone, and welcome to Writer's Block Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Havlin. Tonight's episode brought to you by Sweatbands. Look your best. My guest is Hugh Moore. Sounds kind of like humor, but it's his actual name. As far as I know, I never did really ask him. I should probably have asked. Hugh's actually an old friend and a nice guy and a funny guy, and I was happy to see him and happy to find out he's been working so much. His is a classic case of where personal relationships and word of mouth can get you in this business, especially when you combine it with genuine talent. Sketch, late night animated, he's done them. He also appears on many of the shows he writes for, which is not surprising to hear. He's a unique character, though being on camera was not something he saw for himself early on, despite the advice of a very prominent comedy club owner in New York City. He told me once, he's like, I could see you as the next door neighbor on some sitcom. And which was a compliment, but yeah, I was yeah. like, Lucian uh, didn't kind of, doesn't throw yeah, a yeah, compliment. Yeah, to me, that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Just, I want to do stand up. I don't want to be the next. Oh, so door you were neighbor. just so green, you didn't even yeah, know yeah, that I didn't there's even, a level beyond <laughs> that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> what, are you crazy? I don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to be famous and have no, money and be it, comfortable what? with my life. No, I want to do governors and <laughs> hit the road, man. There's a niche lappers in Omaha. Yeah, I don't. Next door neighbor on a sitcom. <laughs> this guy's trying to ruin me. Yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> It was so good to see this guy and have him on the podcast. I'm thrilled to present episode 42. My guest is Hugh Moore. I'm J.R. Havlin. You're part of the writer's block now. Good choice. Test one two. Te- uh, try test one two three. Test one two three. That one. worked better. Okay. I don't know all how. Right. All right. <laughs> it didn't make any difference. Yeah, I know. It shouldn't make di- any difference. No. Why would it? We're <laughs> here. I'm. I got. Uh, uh, welcome to the writers block. I'm J.R. Havlin. My guest is uh, my old friend and now again new friend after a twenty year hiatus of yeah. friendship. Yeah. We caught Damn up near. with each other. Yeah. Hugh Moore. Yeah. Um, and uh, we will get into uh, what Hugh has done and is doing. And um, all of that, but uh, um, uh, well, what was the last gig that we're going to talk about? The last gig, the, the sketch show that you just the got the last done? gig was yeah, a sketch show for True TV called Friends of the People. Uh, I think it comes on in October, starts in October. Was it? And how long were you there? Uh, I worked on it from April, late March till August. I just stopped last. Recently, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, recently. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how this Because I don't works. know. <laughs> We're not going live, right? When are we? <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped an hour ago. Yeah, I just stopped. <laughs> I stopped recently. I worked a few months. Yeah. yeah. So. Yesterday, August 2nd. For, yeah. I, sp- uh, I spent uh, spring and summer in New York. Not bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to that and talk about that job and a couple other things that you've done. Okay. Um, but because we haven't seen each other in such a long time, and uh, um, and we came up at almost precisely the same time and yeah. went through the same rigmarole, I thought yeah. we would just reminisce about. Uh, well, you've our done starts. quite well for yourself. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I got this fancy microphone. Yeah. That's about it. That's, that's all I got to say for myself, yeah. really. I like this microphone. Yeah, <laughs> you got the same <laughs> got one, the, the blue same Yeti. One, the blue Yeti. Man. I got to get them as a sponsor now. Oh yeah, man. 
Hey, Blue People, send us some free microphones. <laughs> blue People, it's like... Yeah. Uh, um, That's the company name, right? Blue, I think. Blue, yeah. 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 Blue's the name of the... All right. Um, so, uh, I met Hugh in New York City. We were doing stand-up. We were both open micers. Uh, yep. um, I started at a place called the Eagle Tavern in 1988. That. Yeah, Tim Andre Davis, right? Tim Andre Davis, the funniest <laughs> cab driver in New York. Oh man, yeah. And yeah, Tim was a that. Tim was kind of a hot mess. Yeah. And we uh, and remember Danny DeVito now Danny Vermont. Vermont, yeah. Yeah, so yep, Danny yep. DeVito and I. I uh, still see him around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been trying to nail him down, but he's yeah. he's elusive. Yeah. He's elusive. Yeah. But he we um, we kind of took that show over from Tim. There was like I used to go in early and help Tim set up, and one day he didn't show up because he see, was hammered I, I didn't or something. know that. Oh yeah, yeah, and then and then I I went in and just set up anyway, and Tim came stumbling in like two hours late, and I had the thing going full blast. And he's like, "What happened here?" I said, "Shit, man, show's got to go on, buddy." I love it, man. Yeah, that's you know what else used to go there? Uh, Kevin, Kevin Brennan, Kevin Brennan. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's like, yeah. uh, I mean, back when we started, um, who do you places. remember being like? Remember there were like the different levels, but there were the, yeah. the I was kings always of the, the late bottom. night. There the yeah. kings. Yeah, we were. Well, <laughs> you're always at the bottom when you start at the bottom, and then yeah. you don't worry. You know the people who are below you after a yeah. while. Uh, who was it? Which level do you want? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you met. Who were the funny I'll, guys? I'll, back I'll then? tell you. I mean, aside I, from me, obviously. I'll tell you. Who I remember and uh, enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mike Sweeney, definitely. Mike Sweeney, the uh, executive Sweeney. producer of Conan O'Brien yes, for yes, many, many years. Yes. Yeah. Um, Chris Rock, of course. Uh, I still see Chris. Um, Chris, Mario, and Lance were like the guys that I... Crowther? Yeah, I looked up to. Mario, them. oh, Joyner. Joyner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mario, well, Mario guys. was big at the They just happened to be we... black. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, just, no, 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 no. I see yeah. where you're going. You. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld was stopping sometimes, but he was mostly yeah, a catch. Throwing a white guy in his No, no, but he, he, he was most, when I was there. He was mo- catch, yeah. Mostly a catch, but he would come through sometimes. Right. You know. And by come through, you mean the comic strip. To the which comic is strip, where, yeah. That, that was, so the comic strip was on the Upper East Side in Manhattan, was the first big, legit club that I passed at. And I yeah, think you too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me and too. when you I passed, stopped trying to pass at other clubs after yeah, right, the right. comic strip. Because like, when is... we passed, what did we do once we got we got passed? And then we, that doesn't mean you're getting Friday night, no, you know, no, no. second show, second spot you, yet. You got to hang out and do late night spots. That means everyone else goes on, all the scheduled people. And then they'll put the other comics on. If there's time. Um, right, yeah, right, if right. If people stay. I didn't mind because I'd get there early and watch. Yeah, that's what we used to do. Watch then, the then, real comedians. And then you hang out. I don't. I don't know what the system is at this point, but you know, like uh, um, when uh, you know we we would hang out, watch the other comedians, yeah. and then once the show that was scheduled stopped, the host would say, "I'm going to pass it over to so and so. We're going to start a late night thing. Yep. You guys are free to stay if you like." You know, no more drink minimum, or whatever. Yeah. Please stay. Some really good new comics, la la la. People which is would stay though. Yeah, no, but we, you know, yeah. we were happy to have ten people out yeah, there yeah. scattered around. Oh, the I room. didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, um, and then uh, we were just like, uh, you know, there wouldn't be a host. We'd just pass it along, yeah. right? Wouldn't we do yeah. that? You just bring up who's next. Yeah. yeah, and then get the hell out of there. Get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Or hang out if you want, but yeah. yeah. That was the good old days. Yeah, that was that was not bad. When Colin, I used to like to watch Colin. Colin's great. Fran Salamita. Yeah, that's funny. Some old school names. Fran Salamita. Those (laughs) were the people. Bringing it out of the bag. Yeah, Yeah, I I need to uh, stop mentioning names. (laughs) 
<laughs> dropping them all over the place. I don't want to. I don't want to seem old. I'm, I'm so. at a friend's house. So I'm going to need you to clean up all the yeah. names you dropped before. You no, it's not. That. It's not name dropping. It's just <laughs> know, makes me look you. old. So. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. You got to get some. Uh, like uh, you what? Throw you in know what? That? You know, I remember back then, Michael Che, great two-year-old comic. <laughs> yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, really yeah, liked yeah. his work. That's how I should talk. Yeah. <laughs> a future for him. Yeah. When you, how did you get involved in stand-up? It couldn't have been much. Oh man. Longer before that, right? No, nah, I was. Uh, what year? I was eighty-eight. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Yeah, I, I, I never say that. You, you, you're, oh yeah, you're yeah. friends, so I. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I never right. Say that. But yeah, Come on, man. yeah, we gotta own. We gotta own our. It was like the maturity. The, it was like the end of '87, so yeah. almost '88. What got you started, man? Um, Where'd you come up? I, I I'm from New York. Okay. Uh, I was a teenager back then, and just that felt like the thing I should try and do. Because I was funny in school, funny, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it it, it was a natural progression for me, you know. What do you remember your first spot? No, no, maybe you know what? I, I remember mine. Right? I did, yeah, I do know it. I do you know, know it. it. What you am I talking it. about? It was uh, a place called Speakeasy in the village, and uh, I think right now I, it, it's called uh, the duplex. No, Grizzly Pear. I think it's called oh, Grizzly okay. Pear, yeah. And it's uh, I think 107 McDougal, uh huh. So it was just like an open mic, to yeah. Use. They still have open mics. I, I went in there recently, Did you do but that? I didn't tell them, uh, hey, oh, yeah. man, over 20 years ago. <laughs> You're looking at a boy with 20 years experience yeah, at this nah, location. Nah, nah, never. I got friends like that. They love to brag about how long they've been doing it. Well, you know, yeah. I, I mean, shy yeah. away from that. It's like, I just started yesterday, y'all. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'm new at this. You like yeah. what I'm doing? Then I start talking about stories. I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't just start. Yeah, right, so, right. Were you thinking like, you were going to get into acting? Did you think you'd get into writing? Did you have any aspirations uh, beyond that? No, nah, I just wanted to do stand-up. Yeah. But when I auditioned for the comic strip, well, I had a few auditions, and finally I got through. Uh, Lucian, the, yeah. the, the, the club the, booker. The legendary Lucian Yeah. Hall. He told me once, and he's like, I could see you as the next-door neighbor on some sitcom. And... Which was a compliment, but yeah, I was yeah. like, Lucian uh, didn't doesn't throw yeah, yeah, compliments. I like, I did not to me, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Just, I want to do stand up. I don't want to be the next. Oh, so door you were neighbor. just so green, you didn't even yeah, know yeah, that I didn't there's even, a level beyond that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> what, are you crazy? I don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to be famous and have no, money and be comfortable we, with I, my life. No, I want to do governors and <laughs> hit the road, man. There's a niche lappers in Omaha. Yeah, I don't. Next door neighbor on a sitcom. <laughs> this guy's trying to ruin me. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> what if it gets? What if? What if I get stuck there for ten years and it goes oh into syndication? God. Then what am I going to do? Then with I myself? have no life. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> when did it occur to you that like, okay, this is a stepping stone, and I got to step up and and move on with my life here? Well, a comic said to me, just he said. Hey man, you're a writer. I was like, I am. He's like, yeah, you're a writer, man. From seeing you do stand up, yeah, yeah. He from stand up, like yeah. He just, yeah. he just called me a writer because he was a writer. He's like, yeah. you're a writer, man. I was like, really? I never really thought about that, but if you say so, yeah. <laughs> Great. Just way your jokes are strong. You're a writer. I was like, oh okay. So then all of a sudden, like this light comes off. Like maybe that's like, a hey, thing. Yeah, I maybe can do, maybe like... I could do that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I wound up getting a few little jobs. 
here and there. Right. You know. Is that in New York or is that before, until you moved to um, LA? Well, I had moved from New York to Minnesota and then... Uh, to be closer to Prince? Nah, my family moved out there. It's a long okay. story. Right. It's not an interesting story. Okay. But I love it out there. I still yeah. go to visit. I love it. And someone called me from New York, the Uptown Comedy Club, which was a, a black comedy club uh -huh. in New York. And they, uh, they were doing a TV show and... They said, "Can you come back and write on this show?" So, oh wow, yeah. it was just blue. a little. It was a small show, but yeah, but, but still, I still, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, everyone remembers me, so yeah, that's, right. That's good. Yeah. So, so you when what was that? What was that experience like? What that was great. It, it was it it wasn't a conventional TV job. We had notepads. We jot stuff down, and then someone from production, which I think production was in LA, they would come to New York to shoot the show, you know, a bunch of mm -hmm. production trucks and stuff. And uh, some, they would type everything up that we wrote by hand. It wasn't conventional. Jesus it was, Christ. Yeah, it was, well, what was the there show? were no computers or anything. It was yeah. the Uptown Comedy Club. It was just you know, like, a, like a comedy yeah. hour, like stand-up. It was stand-up. Stand they would do sketches on yeah. stage. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much what the show was all about. So they, you were there writing the sketches? Writing sketches. Uh, they had like a insult competition thing a snap oh. battle that's yeah, yeah. what it was called right and uh i would write those insults yeah know? right so, nice. you know it's not my favorite thing. start with your mama jokes yeah yeah that was, that's what it was your mama yeah. jokes and um they that that kind of stood out you know for me for some reason i had a few good ones and people found out i wrote them and you know well, I, I, I got acknowledged for him. Yeah, right, you know? right. And it didn't change my life. And you but get, I got you get for thought of for other gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that lasts a little. It was a little while. Then, uh, and I, I would go there, work on the show for a few weeks, go back to Minnesota. Then a few years later, uh, my friend calls me because I kept in touch with my friends uh -huh. that were in the business, really in the business, not in Minnesota like me. So uh, he said, uh, I heard about this show. You'd be great for it. I recommended you. And then a guy called me. I submitted for it. It was a talk show called Vibe. And uh, I submitted writing samples a bunch of times, like three times. And eventually they said, can you come to L.A.? He was, he was like, can you come to L.A. on uh, T-Shawn? Do you know T-Shawn? T-Shawn Shannon? Yeah. He, I, I, I didn't I didn't know him that well, but I know who he is. Yeah, he was the head writer. He went yeah. up working on SNL and yeah, doing right, right. a bunch of stuff. He's like, These, this is great. Can you come to L.A.? Can you start on, like, it was like a weird, like a Thursday. Can you start on Thursday? Like, no, no, I, I got to pack up my life if I'm going to come out there. So let me start on Monday. And, yeah, right. No. <laughs> yeah. My life is going to take a minimum of yeah, four yeah, days to yeah, back up. Gonna, yeah, I can't just I'm run out there, man. So... And then once I got to L.A., I stayed in L.A. So that I was like 97. I stayed in L.A. And uh, um, and then how long were you doing that show? Like a year. It was okay. short-lived. It was a talk show. It was hosted by uh, Chris Spencer. Then they switched to Sinbad. Quincy Jones was the producer. I learned a lot, though. Just, yeah, right. It, it was my first like WGA show and... You know, uh, it, it was it was cool. I had a good time. Yeah, right. Yeah, even what, though it what do you didn't think, last. What, what do you remember being like? Uh, a couple of the things you say you learned a lot. What are, what are a couple of specific things that you learned um, that 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 uh, that you feel like you know are are helpful to 
to you as a writer and to understanding not only the uh, maybe potentially the, the process, but kind of the industry and the production end of it or something? Well, the first in the beginning with the first host, Chris, we could uh, attack anything. Any, it was all, you know, no holes barred. And then when Sinbad came in. This was a classic talk show format? Yeah. Okay. Then when Sinbad came in, I don't know if you know anything about Sinbad, but he's like a nice guy. He's like, I don't want to, I'm <laughs> not going after feathers. anybody, man, unless they do something really stupid. So it's like, oh, shit, how am I going to be funny? And 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 then I learned I can be funny in any under any circumstance. You made that adjustment. Yeah, I made the adjustment, and it was, I, was, I actually was like, I like this. This is great. Yeah. It was less aggressive. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't make fun of people and go after them. It was less aggressive, but but still funny. I still got a chance to be funny. Right, right, so. right, right. Was there something specific about the process or about writing in particular that you kind of like feel like you got you got better at aside from that or well, that just surprised just you? doing it every day because it was a daily yeah, script right. show. That that, but uh, fortunately, I was in the habit of writing every day yeah. anyway because you are a yeah I'm a writer yeah, yeah stand up yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I just. I was. It was like this is perfect. I love writing jokes every day anyway. There's you and, and topical ones too. So right. that's a good note right there. No matter what you're doing, um, if you're in between shit, if you're if you're in the middle of yeah, something, don't you know, stop, you, man. you just gotta you yeah. gotta write every day. Unless you gotta you're, do it. Gotta unless you mean you take the summer off because you've been working for nah, eighteen man. years. It feels good to take some time. Off too, <laughs> I'm unloading. I'm unloading yeah, everything, yeah. and then I'm gonna get back yeah. up. Uh, this is the writer's block. I'm Jr. Having my guest is Hugh Moore. We're gonna come back and talk more with him. See you in a bit. Write every day. It's simple, but it's a simple fact. You can read all the books you want, take all the classes you want, and sharpen pencils till you're blue in the face. But if you want to be a better writer, nothing is going to help you more than writing every day. You walk every day. Look how good you are at that. If you didn't walk every day, you'd be like, oh man, I keep forgetting. Is it one foot behind the other or in front? Like, this is confusing. Coming up, some more seemingly obvious yet frequently overlooked advice, including be nice, be respectful, don't be afraid of the people you admire, and finally, when you do get a writing job, save some of that money for when you're in between writing jobs, because that's a place you're likely to find yourself. Hugh Moore is on Writer's Block, people. What more do you want from me? All right, we're back. I'm with Hugh Moore. We were talking about you uh, working at Vibe. Vibe, yep. Talk show format. Uh, some sketch kind of stuff involved because you had, yeah, you had yeah. sketch experience. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, Vibe was was a little bit of sketch stuff. There's a sketch that I did, a desk piece that I did that people every day someone mentions that to me every day. Uh, Shy Tony, it was a ventriloquist that was shy so he would whisper stuff in my ear then I would tell people what he said <laughs> yeah so it's on YouTube if you want to see it Shy Tony yeah Hugh Moore Shy Tony so. alright look that I up. didn't mean to plug that but no 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 no. That's, it's fun it to like then out. go yeah. look at some of the stuff that you liked yeah. that you did I mean that's a funny so, that's so a that, really funny idea so you know, did he have did he have a <laughs> dummy but then he just whispered into yeah, you yeah yeah I came out did, with a dummy did he move this as I you moved were talking I his mouth and he whisper in my ear, and I would say, "Shy Tony says whatever." Oh wait, and wait! You, you, it was just I, you. I was the ventriloquist, ventriloquist, and Shy Tony was my puppet. 
but he would, but you <laughs> would have to talk for him. Yeah. So you didn't, you never try, didn't move no, your lips. I didn't move my lips. Shy <laughs> yeah. Tony, Hugh Moore. Yeah. Check so, that out on YouTube. Put in Hugh Moore, Shy Tony. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. I think you'll like it, man. Yeah. yeah. You finished up at Vibe, it shut down. It shut down. Probably um, because of Shy Tony. I don't want to put it out. No, nah, that, that was one of the things that stood out, <laughs> man. I think. Uh, so, but it's a it's a year, but it was a guild show. You had a little bit of coin in your yeah, pocket. Yeah, I, I saved. I saved, I saved big time, man, because I've been broke all my life, so I, I saved. And uh, there were times at work where the other writers would get mad at me because I'd have like five or six checks in my desk in the drawer. Like, come on, man, you got to spend some of this money. I was like, I don't know, you know. The bank got mad at me once because I would cash it, like. And have like this cash. And they're like, this is, what are you doing? Why do you have all of this cash? So, <laughs> but, but you yeah. were just, you were thinking like, I got an existence out here. Nothing's, yeah, I mean, nothing's I for I, sure. And I, I, and I got some money. I got to save it because I got to yes. look for my next gig. I want to stay. I want to yeah, try right. and see what can happen. So you got to give yourself a chance to do yeah. that and be somewhat comfortable. Mm-hmm. So you're living off that. You're doing stand up. You got, you got some money to, to live on. You're, yeah. you're comfortable. How does the next job come now, out? Now, the stand-up was sporadic, but I was still doing I never really ever okay. stopped, but okay. it was sporadic. And right. then um, I got a few little jobs here and there. Then I got a job on a, an MTV show because some friends recommended me called The Lyricist Lounge Show. It was a sketch show. I love that. It's, again, like every gig that you've got is like an old friend calling you. Yeah, another word of friend mouth. calling you, somebody recommending you. and, and It's the best, word of mouth. If you, if you do a good job, I mean, if you suck... You might want to get <laughs> some help. But yeah, word of mouth works great. And then, uh, I mean, it's word of mouth, but I still have to show and prove. I right, have to right, give right. them writing samples right. and meet with them. And uh, that show was a combination of hip hop and sketch, which are two things I like. So I, it worked out good for me. And you had your sketch experience. So that yeah. first show that you might have thought like, you know, I've talked about that on the podcast a lot, the idea that like, don't worry about where you're going to work. Yeah. Just go to work. Just it, just get busy, it, man. Yeah, because that's right that's going to give you some kind of experience. You'll yep. meet somebody who might call you later for another gig. You never know, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you just make your plans for your exit, man. Yeah. And, and, and do a good job everywhere you go. Right, right, that right. That helps, you know. Yeah, if the show is that bad, then you should be able to make it better. Yeah. And if you that's can't, right. then maybe you, you need to get some help, like you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So now you get another call, another recommendation from friends, and you go to this, uh, the, um, what was the name of the show? Uh, the Lyricist Lounge Lyricist Show, Lounge. and uh, that was two seasons. Nice, They, they wound Solid. up using me on the show, because uh, I always wound up... Because you're the neighbor guy. Well, yeah, I always wind up on the show, and in some capacity. Well, at the table read, I'll usually try and uh, do a good job, oh, right, try okay. and sell it. You know? Oh, okay. Because sometimes it's not my sketch yeah. that we're reading, but... I want the sketch to get, you know, go. So, you know. Oh, that's interesting. So then, know. yeah, they, I mean, especially at a sketch show when yeah. you're actually in a table reading, you're doing some of these things, then if you get to read it, you get to sell it. They like you yeah. as it and they yeah. cast you yeah. in it. I never, it's, the plan is never for me to be in it. It right. just happens that way. Right. So, and I'm grateful, you know. Sure. Get get some more camera time. You know, can't complain. So you got a little bit of that on the uh, Lyricist Lounge? Yeah, yeah. They used me. They used me a, a little bit in season one, a lot in season two, actually. Really? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm still. I still keep in touch with those guys too. They're all over the place. 
And how does that stop? It's just a matter of like production just stopped. On um, yeah, there. MTV just didn't uh, pick it up for a third season. You know, they go in different directions. MTV. Yeah, the same shit could have happened to The Daily Show yeah. at any time, and yeah. it just didn't. And I was it just, just kept, kept like going, being like, man. "How is this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> I just, just next thing going, I know, it's like yep. flash to seventeen years, and I'm like, "I better start making an exit plan here." This seventeen is like, years. That's amazing, man. It's good and bad as this industry goes. Yeah. Now you're going to see what the real world is about. I gotta, yeah, I got to no, see what the real world kidding. is about. <laughs> I, gotta, I was telling a friend, I want to go back to those days yeah. when we were doing open mics and we were working our asses off I, day and night, man. I still day do and night. open mics, man. I, I love it. Yeah. It right. reminds me of... Yeah. I like doing to it work in New York, hard. too. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, I like going to the, like, yeah. the like, weirdest little clubs and then, you know, it just I love it. it. it People look good. at me like, who are you? What do you, you know? Yeah. It, they, they remind me Stand of that Stand-up's kind of clickish, and I don't mind, you know. It's like, whatever. You know? Right, right, right. Well, everything's I'll go clickish. up, and you'll see that... I'm good, I'm, I'm hilarious. I'm okay, the, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, <laughs> trying to find a humble way to say it. I can't remember yet <laughs> that I'm the best yeah. that ever been. Yeah. You had a Facebook message. We're, we're, uh, Hugh and I are talking uh, um, shortly after the unfortunate death of Robin Williams. And, you know, there was this... if. If you remember back, there were many, many nice tributes on Facebook and uh, and uh, um, and a lot of people mentioning how there's a picture of me <laughs> yeah. having met him and all this stuff. And Hugh <laughs> put something on Facebook that made me laugh, which was, what was the uh, exact line? There are seven people on Facebook who never met, never met Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I just loved it because it was a completely understated <laughs> yeah. way to tell that joke of like, hey, everybody, all right, we get it. You yeah. you, you knew Robin Williams somehow. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking that of that post, this is crazy to me. Uh, in that post, a guy named Mason, he wrote on Robin's sitcom. Uh, I forgot the name. Was it Crazy? Uh, crazy, the crazy Ones. The Crazy Ones. And uh, he wrote that Robin loved Shy Tony. Really? Yeah, so then I was like, what he saw? He's like, yeah, I showed it to him, and he thought it was oh funny. God, that's so that's so what it's, it's, it, yeah. it's kind of weird, you know. I thought you were one of those seven people who didn't have a Robin Williams thing, and now you nah, do. I, now I do, yeah. Yeah, right. I actually have another one, but it's just, I was at a club, he was at a club, and he went up, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we have we have a lot of that kind yeah. of stuff. I, I remember yeah. one time I was at this strip, and this is when I started working there, and I was hosting. I did a lot oh, of hosting, okay. and... Uh, Lucian comes up to me and he says, hey, um, Eddie Murphy's out front. He's going to do a spot. I'm like, what? And so oh, he yeah. says, just um, after this next act, go ahead and uh, uh, do a couple minutes and then introduce him. Uh, he'll come in. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, so I go up and I, and, you know, I just say, well, this guy doesn't need anything more than for me yeah. to say his name. You probably know him. Eddie Murphy in the place. Fucking, of course. Yeah, yeah, explodes. yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, this is, you know, early 90s. Yeah. And the place just explodes. I remember that. And then yeah. he comes on, kills for like 45 minutes. You know, I mean, he's, he's Eddie Murphy. He's Eddie Murphy, yeah. Kills for like 45 minutes, splits, shakes my hand, goes off. I come back on. I just say, Eddie Murphy, everybody. He's walking out of the place. He waits a little bit, waves. Everybody's going nuts. Stand up. Yeah. Like a standing ovation. It was a packed crowd. So it was like 250 people. They're just going nuts. He leaves. They're still going nuts. I mean, this goes on for like a minute. I'm just standing there. And they're just, and I'm letting them go because they're going on and on. Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, what the fuck do I do now? As soon as it, <laughs> as soon as it kind of died down, you know, I, I was just sitting there like, and they're all applauding and going nuts. And 
And as soon as it just started dying down, I said, wow, you guys are really happy to see me back, aren't you? And they loved it. They laughed. <laughs> and it's like, they got, I got yeah. him right back, you know? That's funny. Joe Vega, was that his, a comic Yeah, name? Joe Vega, yeah. If he went on after Eddie, he would say, give it up for my opening act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's, that's it. Classic, yeah. 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 So uh, where were we? We were at... Uh, so Lyricist Lounge Yeah, Lyricist show. Lounge is two years, and then that, that, uh, then after um, that, that gets done. A nice long gap. Uh-huh. Just me trying to get another job. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, some day jobs just to, you know, make ends meet. Shit happens in Shit the middle ha- of it. It happens. And then um, one of my friends was like, uh, Nick Cannon's trying to uh, come up with it. He came up with a show and he just wants to uh, punch it up before he pitches it to the network. And he, he had a bunch of comedians go and uh, we met in a big office and we gave him ideas, this, that, and the other. And he shot, he shot a pilot with his own money. And then uh, MTV gave him money to shoot another pilot, I believe. And I Based co- on the idea? Yeah. And uh, after the, we met with him, I was like, Nick, try not to forget me. I want to work on this show if it goes. And uh, maybe a year goes by. And uh, I'm broke. <laughs> and uh, I got a call out the blue. It's like, hey, Nick Cannon's looking for you. I was like, what? Really? Is this a prank? And he, his show got picked up, and he uh, hired me. And that show was called Wildin' Out, which uh, I did that for a long time. Really? Years, yeah. Damn, so Years. how about that? So Yeah, yeah and you like, I like that sort of like, yeah. you know, mild aggression of like, yeah. listen, man, I, you know, I, I'm not going to leave this up to chance. I want yeah. you to know as we part. Yeah, don't if, forget. Yeah, me. I, like I, would, I, really I, like I, I'd like to work with you again, and yeah. people fucking respect that. You yeah. know, they and they and especially if you're sincere and a decent, yeah. a decent person and normal, um, you got to let them know that because if you don't, I mean, it's, they, they'll it, I, assume you're you're busy, you you're yeah. doing stuff, you know. Or they, yeah, there's there's that, so they won't even try. But th- there's also, I think, a lot of people like in that situation I bet Nick Cannon left thinking like alright man that was cool that yeah, was cool and yeah. I'm glad to hear that this guy likes this thing I'm doing like he wants to know that you like it and that you oh, believe yeah, in it and yeah. that you want to work on it in the future they yeah. they need that like that approval and yeah. reassurance as much as anybody yeah. so as long as it's sincere that you know you, you need to get yourself into people's heads and uh you know just be normal know that they're normal and the more normal you are the more normal they're going to be and the more honest you're going to be that's true uh, they'll they'll remember you and people just, are more normal than you think make your desire known you know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? yeah yeah don't, yeah, don't be afraid of it because then when you air it you're compelled to pursue it you know wow that's a Agreed. i gotta put a i gotta oh. get a bumper sticker or something man you gotta write a book man right motivational writer damn straight yeah. right you heard it here first <laughs> you get one percent Okay. Nothing more. That's, here, that's sign here, I mean. initial that's here. I'll just save the one percent. Anyway, so. <laughs> You'll never yeah, cash those I'll checks. That's why I know check. I can yeah. pay you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, take another little break. We're going to come back and talk about this latest gig that Hugh Moore had out in New York and uh, how that whole thing went down. Uh, I'm J.R. Havlin. This is Writer's Block. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. Make your desires known, because when you air them, then you're compelled to pursue them. That one came out of nowhere, right? But it's a fucking gem. Writer's block going deep, y'all. Think about it. Spread the word. And what better way than on Twitter? The show is at Writer's Block Pod. I'm at J.R. Havlin. 
He was at Hugh underscore Moore, M-O-O-R-E. And I'm happy to report that at Katy Perry is really starting to catch on. So thanks for spreading the word on her, Blackheads. She couldn't have done it without you. You smell that? That's Act 3 coming up. Smells good, right? I'm back with Hugh Moore, writer for the sketch show Friends of the People, which should start up in October. Yeah. We'll hear that before, uh, we'll, we'll hear this before then, so check that out on True TV uh, when it starts up, uh, new sketch show. How did you get this job? Um, what, what friend called you? Yeah, you're right. It was a, a friend. Uh, well, I knew three of the cast members because I worked on. They they uh, they were going to bring in Living Color back. Keenan was going to do In Living Color again with a whole new cast, and I was one of the writers on the pilot. It didn't happen, but right. I, three of those people got together, formed their own unit, and added some more cast members, and uh, they. And made and Sold created the this show. show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And they knew you from working on the pilot and called you up and said, "Help us out with this." Yeah. They. So you know. Nice. Yeah. It's cool that people know who you are. A comedian That's... named Lil Rel. Lil Rel was the guy that called me. He was like, "Can you come over and work on the show?" Good. And yeah. that. So, but now you're out in New York, uh, L.A., and that was in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I had just finished working on Arsenio. Okay. I was still at Arsenio when he called me, and. Uh, how was that? It was cool. So I now like you're Arsenio. back in the talk. He's show a nice guy. Yeah. yeah, I love that genre. I'd do it forever if yeah. I could. Yeah, I would just stay in that. Right. What's up to me? I may have to create my own talk show. Do you try to submit to like Kimmel and and? Um, have I? I think I submitted to Kimmel when it first came out, uh-huh. and I submitted to Conan a few times and got close. Well, that's what Mike told me. I was close. Okay. Time, Good. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. I think I, yeah, I submitted to Fallon one time. Not the, the Tonight Show, but before. Right. Because I knew some people over there. Right. I submitted to Fallon once. So, you, and you deal with rejection in a way. Yeah. I mean, you're not yeah, getting those jobs, but uh, yeah. you can't really go in expecting to get them. You just do your best. Do your best, yeah. How did you find know, out what to submit? I know I'm funny, so, you know, not in an arrogant way, but I'm, you know. <laughs> You've already said that. Yeah. <laughs> what, how did you find out what to submit to them? I knew people at the show. Uh, they felt I would be good for the show, and they asked, they told you the format of what to do. They told me the format of what to do. Yeah, right. Like Which they, is usually just like monologue jokes, some sketch stuff, some desk, desk stuff. pieces. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So these guys uh, uh, call you to come out to New York. This is uh, over this summer. Uh, you take that job. Yeah. What uh, now? You're back on another full on sketch show. Full on sketch show. Uh, Ten episodes and. They did a great job. Those guys are good. So how much stuff did they have when you came in? Well, they, they had the pilot, and uh, I think I got there the second week, so they they had pitched stuff already. Everybody in the cast writes, and they're all uh, producers, too, all executive producers. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, that's just... Seven that's, executive producers. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Titles in this business are, yeah. are they mean yeah. something yeah. money wise yeah. and ownership wise. Yeah. So I'm proud it's worth getting, they, but yeah. like, yeah, the yeah. list can be long. I mean, just yeah. watch The Simpsons. It's the first 15 minutes of a half hour show is credits. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like on, on the lower third. Yeah. So 
Uh, you get in, and uh, what's uh, what's what's your day like on a sketch show? I haven't I haven't uh, talked to a lot of people who've done like. I sketch don't know shows. if every sketch show is the same, but this sure one was not. pretty uh, pretty loose. You know, just everyone vibing, pitching. You know, you come out into and, a meeting, they're expecting you to say, "Okay, what Hugh? What do you got? You got to throw out a couple of ideas, see if they stick." And now some start... shows is like pitch your stuff, you pitch your stuff. You pitch your stuff. And then some rooms are, are very loose. Like, you you don't, there's not an order. You just jump in when you can. Like, hey, I got this idea for such and such and such and such. Uh, okay, everybody laughs, hopefully. Yeah. Then someone else <laughs> will say, well, I got this idea for such and such and such and such. So it varies, you know. Right. Like in Living Color with Keenan, we kind of went around the room. It's like, pitch your three ideas or five ideas, whatever you got. Then you pitch yours. Keenan is, he makes you work. Yeah. Yeah. Keenan's great, man. I like that dude. I thought I would. But he's for real. Like, he's all business, yeah, right? Yeah, he's very, very, yeah. very business. Well, it, which, which, which lines right up with yeah. having this real format of, like, pitch, 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 yeah. pitch. Right? Yeah. I, I want some order in here. Yeah. And I, yeah and very organized. Just, yeah, Very yeah. organized, you know. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, but this this other room... It, it, it was I keep forgetting the name of we, uh, Friends I, of the People. Friends of the People. I was saying, it was I just looser. It, 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 it was still organized. It was just looser, like, in terms of... The way we pitched, which I liked, I, I loved it, because both ways you're gonna get your ideas out. So you know, I think it makes it harder on the writer's assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep track, to keep track, of, to keep track of who pitched what, and but overall, both ways work. It's like a big party, man. Yeah, and you're just is, and somebody comes up and you're you're free to like jump in and say, then we yeah. can do this, then we can do this, yep. and how about if this happens? And yeah. then that goes back. I, and I forth. do that all the time. I, and then there's. Were the, the three people who were kind of the ultimate deciders of what uh, what sticks and what doesn't? Um, on Friends of the People? Yeah. No, no. They, everyone was... Uh, maybe the showrunner decided, but in the, in the two head writers. So it was three people, but not yeah. the three people that... Yeah, somebody's got to in yeah. the end. That's my phone. Yeah. How uncouth. You can answer it if you want. No, no. <laughs> no, we'll keep going. Yeah. So, so, so that's the format you're in there every day. Is it kind of nine to five? Or you? Just, yeah, it's it, not it, just it, pitching. At one point or another, yeah, yeah. Then we have to write. Say, okay, go write this sketch. Now, this is the cool part about this particular job was uh, you didn't have to come in to write if you didn't want to. I like to go in, but you could write from home. Were you all working so separately, uh, you know, at a certain point in the yeah. process then? Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you come in and we had with days that where we thing write. and then all yeah. of you get back on it. As long as you submitted, I mean, gave them your stuff in time. Yeah, right. Then you could write it wherever you wanted to. So you would you would get assigned a sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, did they try to assign you the ones that you originally came up with? Was that a specific yeah, if, thing? Yeah, if possible. Okay. Yeah. And you take that. You can come into the office if you're more comfortable doing yeah. that. You can do it from home. You can, can do, do it from, from Starbucks. Yeah, man. And and I like that. That's pretty cool. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. And so you write it up. It's due by a certain time. You hand it in. Then what? Then we table read them. All of the sketches that were written. Is that, is that table read cold? And you decide who's going to be in on it, or what? Uh, or do you write down the characters' names that you that you? Are I never cast my role? my stuff. Okay. But, okay. Uh, they they would cast it. Did the show but if runner, I really felt somebody should be something I could say in name. Right. You yeah. had a sp- specific idea yeah. for a certain person. Yeah. Did the showrunner look at it ahead of time and decide whether or not it made it to the table read? I think everything made it to the table I think. Then after that, if they wanted to cut it, they probably would. Right. They at least gave it a, 
chance of uh, being heard. Right. But before that, you could you could not get a sketch done in the pitch. You know, you could right. pitch something. Yeah, like right, they say, right. Don't. They only want. I mean, then it wouldn't get assigned. Yeah, they only want you to write up the stuff that they like when you pitched it. So when you wrote yours for for your table reads, were you normally one of the readers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. And did you get which on the, Did you get on the show at all? Yeah, I think I'm in three episodes, nice. three sketches. You so. always getting on. You get yeah. a little extra cra- cash for that? Yeah, a little, yeah. little uh, like scale. But it, it's good. Yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah I'm right. not complaining. Yeah, yeah, plus you get your mug out there. Something else yeah. to throw on the reel. So, yeah. I'm grateful, man. I'm Because they, they didn't hire me for that. Right. Man. They let me do it. So. Again, because your read in the, yeah. in the table read was convincing and good and yeah. you fit in that spot. Yeah, people just think I sound funny anyway, so... You know. For a certain role, yeah, you yeah. get a relaxed demeanor. Yeah, know, I'm gonna so, go ahead and say it. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not an act, so. <laughs> well, if it fits, man, I guess. the shoe fits, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make it work for you. I guess. Yeah. What do you What are you thinking now? So that that's a done. I mean, they might do another season of it. Hopefully, it catches on. I hope they, so, they let man. them keep doing it. So I'd do it you again. Would probably go back, yeah. In I'd the meantime, in the meantime, what do you do in that now at this time? What, what's, uh, what's your, what's there's your plan some, of there's, there's some stuff that maybe I could uh, work on. I don't want to jinx it. No, no, no. Right, right. You don't like, have to name names and stuff. Like but two you... things. And then uh, I'm going to pitch some shows on my own. Uh-huh. I'd like to sell a show. What kind? So, like that same genre, talk show, sketch, okay. variety. Like, right. Not a sitcom. Huh? Right, right. So. Yeah, that's yes. not your thing though now. Yeah. I mean... That is one thing. I like you, it though, but you know. Yeah, but not, but uh, um, you know, you get known as, as for a yeah. certain thing. I mean, I'm known for the Daily Show, but yeah. now I've decided like I may as well try to do Some something. Yeah, stuff. I want to learn how to do other stuff. Yeah. I, I want to do these things. Eventually, and, I do. I yeah, mean, but but I, but I do have a I do have a little bit of a battle. Yeah. Oh, you'll the, be fine. Man. Well, the thing that makes that battle easier for me is that the Daily Show just has so much cachet that they're going to go ahead. It, I can get my shit read, but yes. my shit's still got to be good. Yeah. And and if I can make it good and get some decent people to read it and get a reaction of like, oh shit, this guy who did this that I liked so much can also do this. There you then, go. Then, yeah. I, then I can be in good shape. So I'm a, you know, I'm a little anxious about that first script that I send it's out. Exciting, there, but, man. I'm either good or I'm not, man. If I'm not, I can't do it. Nah, nah. You'll be fine. Thank you. You heard it here first from you <laughs> more, everybody. My new agent. It's true, man. You'll see. I will, man. I'll give you a call. Yeah, man. So now you've got a couple of things, uh, possibilities yeah. in the fire. You're working on your, your own yep. stuff. Still doing some stand-up? I got, I got a news show I'm trying to sell, so. <laughs> yeah, a fake news show? Fake news show, Yeah. Man. I think it's. I think the genre has been a little bit covered at this no, point. No, it's, it's not on every network though. You know? <laughs> PBS doesn't have one yet. So no, there you go. Right, so. it's a more low key. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd be perfect yeah, for that. Yeah. The, the 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 fake news show on PBS. That's it. That's where I'm going. Now I'm getting messages that I have oh, to, nice. but uh, that's not because they're listening to the podcast, right? Yeah, now. right now we're doing stream live, <laughs> streaming live. Yep. <laughs> Talking about things that happened three months ago, but still. Call in, guys. Call in. Next uh, three callers <laughs> win tickets. Two. Steely Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Steely Dan. Or Super Tramp, I think. Gotta go with Super Tramp, too. <laughs> okay, I think, I think we're going to wrap this up. Okay. We're going to wrap this up. I like where you're going. I, I, I wish you luck. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You got some uh, uh, some things in the fire there, and uh, you might be able to go back for uh, the second season. Got uh, um, Friends of the People that's on True TV starting in October. Look for that. Oh yeah, Black Dynamite. Check out Black Dynamite. What Black I wrote Dynamite? On that. That's a cartoon on uh, Adult Swim. Oh yeah, that you worked on. Yep. When is yeah. that? See, I do is that scripted now? stuff. Is that happening now? Well, I wrote on it last year. But okay. It's, it's but just go out. ahead and check. Is it it's, coming? It's, it's coming out soon. Yet? Yeah, it's oh. coming out. Okay. Yeah, season two is coming out. Okay. So you can probably go back and check out season one. Too. Did you yeah. write on season one? No, but... Okay. Uh, so I fuck season one. No, right? no, That's no, what you're no, saying? No, no. They, season one is terrible? They, they, want, they didn't have room <laughs> to hire me. They wanted me, though. So I still like season And that's one. another thing that you could potentially go back to if there's a season three. Yeah. Yeah, that's Black interesting. Black Dynamite. That was a great job, man. All right. Great. I had a blast. Cool. Black Dynamite. Check that out on uh, Adult Swim. Uh, Friends of the People on True TV. Go ahead and... Uh, Find uh, um, Shy Tony on yeah, YouTube. Hugh Moore, Shy Tony. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams. And find me. I'm online too. I, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give him a call. Hugh Moore. Yeah, knock give knock me a on call. his door. He lives at <laughs> Drive. Yeah. Number 14. Hugh, <laughs> it's great to hook up with you and, uh, and talk with you for a while. I'm you glad too, to, man. I'm glad Thank to you. be, Thank you so be much. your friend again. Yeah, man. Let's keep in touch. All right. For real this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. reals. For reals. <laughs> Say goodnight, Hugh. Good night. That's it. Episode 42 is in the can. My next guest will be Doug Abels, a guy who wrote for SNL for 10 years and is now working with yours truly to help develop a weekly talk show for MTV2 starring gigantic radio personality Charlemagne the God. You heard me right. It's going to be strong. Don't forget to write us at writersblockpodcast at gmail.com. Your questions and comments are welcome here. Until next time, thanks for listening. Say goodnight, blockheads. Blockheads.